No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we return to our study of the book of Daniel. Daniel has a dream of four beasts and sees the Ancient of Days sitting on his throne. The fourth beast is slain, and one like the Son of Man receives the everlasting kingdom. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Daniel chapter 7 on Simply the Bible. As we come to Daniel chapter 7, we enter the second division of the book. The first six chapters were historical. The last six chapters are prophetic. In the first six chapters, there were two dreams and writing on the wall with prophetic significance. But these revelations were not given to Daniel directly. Daniel merely served as the interpreter. In the last six chapters, Daniel receives revelations directly from God. In chapter 7, Daniel is given visions within a dream. These visions concern the same four world empires that appeared in the dream King Nebuchadnezzar received in chapter 2. So we continue today in Daniel chapter 7. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head while on his bed. Then he wrote down the dream, telling the main facts. Now Belshazzar's father, Nabonidus, took the throne of Babylon in 556 BC. Three years later, and 14 years before the fall of Babylon, Nabonidus appointed Belshazzar as his co-regent in control of Babylonia while he conducted military maneuvers in Arabia. Daniel received this dream sometime between the events of chapter 4 and chapter 5. Daniel spoke, saying, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea, each different from the other. The four winds of heaven are the sovereign forces of God. The great sea probably refers to the mass of humanity or the nations of the world as this symbolism is used in other places in scripture. Therefore, we see God sovereignly moving upon the nations of the world, stirring them up as he revealed to King Nebuchadnezzar in chapter 4, the most high rules in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomever he will. He is working out his purposes for this planet. The four beasts that Daniel saw coming up from the sea represent the same four world empires that were represented in Nebuchadnezzar's dream of a great statue in chapter 2. Now, in Nebuchadnezzar's dream, these empires were pictured from man's perspective as monumental achievements. But in Daniel's dream, they are pictured from God's perspective as being beastly, devouring flesh and breaking in pieces. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I watched till its wings were plucked off and it was lifted up from the earth and made to stand on two feet like a man and a man's heart was given to it. The lion is a common representation of royal power. Winged lions guarded the gates of the royal palaces in Babylon. The first beast represents the Babylonian Empire and King Nebuchadnezzar in particular. The wings are plucked off so that it stands on two feet like a man and then receives a man's heart. 
This probably represents King Nebuchadnezzar's humiliation in chapter 4. And suddenly another beast, a second like a bear, it was raised up on one side and had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. And they said thus to it, Arise, devour much flesh. The second beast represents the empire of the Medes and Persians. It is raised up on one side, speaking of how Persia would become more powerful and ultimately absorb the Medes. Usually bears are herbivores, but when they get hungry enough, they will eat meat. This is a particularly ferocious bear with three ribs in its mouth, and that probably speaks of the three directions in which the Medes and Persians conquered, westward, northward, and southward, or it could refer to three major nations they conquered, Lydia, Egypt, and Babylon. After this, I looked, and there was another, like a leopard, which had on its back four wings of a bird. The beast also had four heads, and dominion was given to it. The leopard is swift and cunning. The fact that the leopard has four wings speaks of how quickly this empire would conquer. It represents the Grecian Empire under Alexander the Great. When Alexander died at a young age, the empire was divided among his four generals, hence the four wings. Now keep in mind that the Greeks would not conquer Persia until about 200 years after Daniel received this vision. After this, I saw in the night visions and behold a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, exceedingly strong. It had huge iron teeth. It was devouring, breaking in pieces and trampling the residue with its feet. It was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. The fourth beast that Daniel sees is dreadful, terrible, and exceedingly strong. It is unlike any earthly beast known to man. He doesn't have anything to compare it to. Imagine a beast with huge iron teeth, devouring and crushing in pieces everything in its way, and then trampling all the residue under its feet. This beast represents the Roman Empire. Now, Daniel says that it is different from all the beasts that were before it. Whereas Alexander conquered by rapidity of his troop movements and seldom crushed the people whom he conquered, the Roman Empire was ruthless in its destruction of civilizations and peoples, killing captives by the thousands and selling them into slavery by hundreds of thousands. Rome had no interest in raising the conquered nations to any high level of development. All her designs were imperial, crushing nations underfoot. In Nebuchadnezzar's dream, the Roman Empire was represented by legs of iron and finally as feet with ten toes of iron mixed with clay. Here in Daniel's vision, the beast has ten horns. We will consider the meaning of these tomorrow as we are given the interpretation of this fourth beast. Verse 8, I was considering the horns. And there was another horn, a little horn, coming up among them before whom three of the first horns were plucked out by the roots. And there in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking pompous words. As Daniel considers the ten horns, just pondering it, another little horn comes up. As this happens, three of the other horns are plucked out by the roots. This little horn has eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking pompous words. Evidently, this is a prominent world leader. 
We know him from the book of Revelation as the beast and from John's first epistle as the Antichrist. I watched till thrones were put in place and the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels a burning fire, a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands ministered to him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated and the books were opened. Now we see here God the Father, the Ancient of Days, an expression speaking of his eternal being. And he's preparing for judgment. Fire is always the symbol of judgment and it appears three times in this vision. His throne is a fiery flame. Its wheels are a burning fire and a fiery stream comes forth from before him. Now, one million minister to him and a hundred million stand before him. So here, Daniel is picturing God in his glory, preparing for the judgment that is going to come upon the earth. There are multiple thrones and these are seats of judgment. Books are opened, which are no doubt the records of the deeds of men and probably the book of life. I watched them because of the sound of the pompous words which the horn was speaking. I watched till the beast was slain and its body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As for the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. The destruction of the fourth beast will be complete at the time that the little horn utters its pompous and blasphemous words. The beast will be slain, its body destroyed and given to the burning flame. Daniel says that the rest of the beasts had their dominion taken away, but their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. Now, Babylon, Persia, and Greece were stripped of their world-dominating authority, but they continued to exist as nations. Babylon is modern Iraq, Persia is modern Iran, and Greece is Greece. I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one, like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom, that all peoples, nations, and languages shall serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom, the one which shall not be destroyed. And so, this amazing picture of the second coming of Jesus Christ very clearly. And now as Daniel sees this fourth beast being destroyed, he also sees one like the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven. Jesus often referred to himself as the Son of Man. When he was on trial before Caiaphas, the high priest said to him, I put you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus said to him, It is as you said, nevertheless I say to you, hereafter you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. And so Jesus was quoting from this passage here in Daniel. When he said this, Caiaphas tore his clothes and said he has spoken blasphemy. And at this point the Jews condemned him to death. But it all pictures the second coming of Christ as described in Revelation 19, 11 through 21. There, John writes, Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. 
His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And in verse 20, we read, Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet, who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. And so this is the fulfillment of Daniel's fourth beast being slain and its body being destroyed and given to the burning flame. Of course, this little horn that rises up is the Antichrist. He and the false prophet will be uh, destroyed at this point, cast into the lake of fire. We will take a closer look at these things tomorrow as Daniel is given the interpretation of his visions from one standing by, presumably an angel. But what is so marvelous about the book of Daniel is how he spoke of prophetic events with such accuracy as though it was history in advance. Daniel interprets the book of Revelation and Revelation interprets Daniel, but only God could do that as the one existing outside of our realm of time, the one who speaks of future events as though they have already happened. And we do believe that these things will soon happen. Even so, Lord Jesus, come. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, check out our Simply the Bible podcast, and please leave us a review. That helps a lot. Tomorrow we will see where Daniel is given the interpretation of his visions. The fourth beast shall devour the whole earth, and the little horn shall prevail against the saints until the kingdom is given to the saints forever. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Daniel on Simply the Bible.